to In the Country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories, two great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Ontario country artist Chelsea Kreitz is here to share some songs from her Christmas EP entitled Dear Santa. And we have a couple of them on the way that you will really enjoy. And let's welcome her to the show now. Chelsea Kreitz, hey there. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hello, Chelsea. How's it going? Pretty good. Things are awesome and busy. That's good to hear. I'm always seeing you doing a show, and sometimes it's live streamed online on Facebook, and you and Paul Chapman are, perform so well together, and I'm getting to see a lot of you. You're doing a lot of shows. Yeah, it's been an awesome year so far. It's not over yet, but it, it's been awesome, definitely. Super, super busy. I'm very thankful for that, and yeah, Paul with me everywhere. <laughs> Paul Chapman, a lot of people will know, and he's part of the Western Swing Authority and performs with other artists, including yourself. And, man, he can learn new material pretty quickly. I mean, he's always uh, – I mean, he just does such a great job by your side. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's an amazing musician. That's a given. I think everybody can agree to that. He has got that reputation, Absolutely. Uh, the EP is called Dear Santa, and I was fortunate enough and happy enough to be at the uh, CD release party a couple of weeks back in Niagara Falls, and you did a great job. Corey Cruz opened up for you, and then you sang songs from Dear Santa. It was a great night. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for attending. I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was a really busy and hectic night, but I'm so happy everybody <laughs> who attended loved it. <laughs> You had a good crowd there. Yeah, everybody was happy. You even had not only Corey Cruz, but you had Santa Claus himself making an appearance and walking around and talking to people and all that good stuff. Yeah, I figured what what other way can I get the point across and to actually bring Santa in myself? <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, I based the <laughs> album on a Christmas list to Santa. That was like the whole theme of it, and I figured might as well bring Santa in and let him read it off to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool, and your good buddy Corey Cruz, uh, who is such a great artist, he uh, not only did he open up the show, but the two of you have a great video out, uh, a cover of the song Think of You that is done by the great Chris Young and Cassidy Pope, and you guys do a great job on that song. How much fun was it doing that with Corey? Thank you very much. It was awesome. Um, that's our second video we got to do together, but I think I can speak for Corey as well and say that it's definitely our favorite one. It was, believe it or not, a super quick video production-wise. Like, we made it, I think we got all the shots taken in under two hours. But um, we wow. spent, like, two or three hours in the studio working on the song, and we had recorded think four different tunes and for some reason that one just stuck out to us we both really connected with it and our voices right. kind of blended well together and 
yeah, it just all worked out. It the song kind of picked itself after we heard everything back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's the way it works. Sometimes you record a few, and there's that one that stands out. And of course, it's such a great country. One of my favorites of Chris Young's and and Cassidy Pope, and it's uh, the two of them together are just so great on that. As are you and Corey. Uh, it's wonderful. Now let's talk about the album because uh, there's six songs on here, six great Christmas songs that we that we are all familiar with. And how did you choose of all the Christmas songs out there? How did you end up with these six? Uh, it was a really hard decision because I love Christmas. I'm one of those people that are obsessed with Christmas. <laughs> so as soon as like no, soon as November hits, I'm totally like 100% Christmas. But um, it was difficult. So I picked songs that I had sang over the years um, at different shows and everything that I had done, and just songs that I was familiar with um, personally that I usually sang with my family and everything every Christmas. So I actually themed the album around my grandma who um, had passed away just shortly after I was born, but um, she loved Christmas. So all the songs I picked were basically favorites that I had heard my family talk about over time um, that she loved to listen to every Christmas. So that's kind of how I, picked the songs it just so happened that a lot of them were already my favorite hearing about her favorite so it just all worked yeah. itself out and I got to put them on the album so it was really and, and, an awesome time yeah you p- picked the ones that were really close to your heart and that's the thing about Christmas songs they especially the standards that we grew up listening to when I know whenever I hear them start to come on it doesn't matter who's singing them when I hear like Winter Wonderland or Silent Night it just it makes it feel like Christmas right at that moment. Yeah, they're the classics. It definitely, that's what I was thinking. I mm-hmm. have to pick something that I think everybody else will connect with too. And um, I think those ones, they, they make me feel a certain way. So I'm, I'm hoping that they make others feel the same way as well. I believe they will. It's a great EP and Winter <laughs> Wonderland is on there as is Silent Night and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. You, you, even, you even have a song on here that I don't think is traditionally a Christmas song, but it certainly fits, fits How Great Thou Art. Yeah, I, that one, I know, I had sent in my list to my label, and they had, I knew they were going to write me back about it. <laughs> and they wrote me back and they were like, <laughs> the, songs are gr- the songs are great. We listen to everything. We love how you sound. But can we ask you a question? Why are you picking this song? <laughs> and I don't know. I I originally had heard it in church all the time, and then I heard Carrie Underwood um, sing it. And then that totally sold me on it because, as you already know, <laughs> I'm obsessed with Carrie Underwood <laughs> and Kelsey Ballerini and all of those. But yeah. um, when, I heard, when I had heard Carrie sing that song, it, I was like, well, I don't think I could ever do it justice with the way Carrie does it, but I want to take my crack at it just because I enjoy singing it so much. And mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful song, and it's definitely mm-hmm. one that people are like, hmm, that's different. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it, it sounds beautiful, and it definitely fits because it's of that spirit uh, that is around at Christmas time. And uh, let's uh, first song we'll play from the EP is called Mary Did You Know?, and as we were talking before we came on the air, I was saying I love this song, and I've heard a few versions of it, but I don't know too much about the history of it because I'm not sure if this is 
uh, a hugely recorded song or when it came about, but it's such a beautiful song. Tell, tell me about how you discovered Mary Did You Know? Well, um, I had heard the song in the past, like many times, and I didn't really overlook it, but I just kind of was like, oh, that's a pretty song. But um, I always thought it was maybe a little too challenging or I didn't know how to kind of make it my own just because it's kind of its own within itself. Um, But when I was scrolling through a bunch of Christmas music one day, I came across, um, you're probably familiar with them, uh, the Pentatonics. And I had heard them do that song and I watched the video and it was just like so full of emotion and it was beautiful and it gave me like a bunch of ideas. So when I went to the studio, I kind of stripped it down completely and just did it with a straight piano. And I wanted it to be like something that people could just listen to, like sitting by a fireplace or, you know, just hanging out in their living room or, you know, when you're just like, I don't know, chilling. And (laughs) that's kind of why I wanted it. I kind of wanted everything to sound very, like, not so much raw, but very close to it. I I made sure I told my my producer at the time, which is Justin Coop, um, from Burlington. He actually uh, records, like, Walk Off the Earth and stuff, and he's awesome at that. Oh, cool. so I told him this time, I, yeah, I told him this time I want it, like, just very traditional and stripped down. I didn't want too much effects. I didn't want too much like bells and whistles or anything in it, which is odd because usually a singer wants the opposite. And usually I want everything completely opposite. I'm like, make me sound good, (laughs) do whatever you have to do. But um, (laughs) this time I just wanted to sound like I was singing in someone's living room is basically what I wanted. Like if we were just having a single. So, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's a great approach because yeah especially with christmas music you want to yeah sounds like you're singing right to them they're having a coffee a drink whatever and that is so Christmassy and so uh, uh cozy i love that let's hear that song now yeah. this is my guest chelsea kreitz and man what a great song and a great version of it on in the country Sight to a blind man. 
And that is my guest, Ontario country artist Chelsea Kreitz, with a song from her Christmas EP. The EP is called Dear Santa, and the song is called Mary Did You Know. And while we were listening to that song, I looked it up online because I was curious. Again, I had mentioned that I knew of the song a lot, but didn't know how far it went back. And I was actually in 1991 that um, Christian recording artist Michael English had it on his self-titled debut solo album, and so it goes back as far as 1991. There's so in recent times it is now it's a classic. Um, and Winona Judd, I remember this, and Kenny Rogers together recorded a version of it back. Uh, looks like around 1997. So there you go, a bit of history on the song. That's awesome. And again, a modern Christian classic song, and we've got another one coming up from Chelsea here on the show from that great EP. So let's talk about uh, your regular music you do throughout the year because you do great performances, you do your original songs and your covers. Uh, Let's talk about your influences, first of all, and you mentioned earlier Carrie Underwood. What is it about Carrie that inspires you? Like everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I just think that her, she has a beautiful voice. She has her, you know, her image together. And I mean, not her, obviously she's a beautiful person and her looks are beautiful and her, her clothing is beautiful. Um, but her image, the way she portrays herself um, to her, to her crowds and to her fans and just everybody who's listening, um, obviously, cause not everybody has met Carrie Underwood in person, but a lot of people can kind of get a sense of her personality just by listening to her music. You can kind of tell that her music comes from the heart. And I think that, that is what draws me to her the most. And I just am really influenced by all her music because of the way she portrays herself and her voice. And she kind of inspires me to be a better artist because I hope one day to be just as good as an artist as she is. I'm, I'm striving for it. I don't think anybody can ever beat Carrie because she's like a God <laughs> to me, but <laughs> I right. think she's a beautiful person <laughs> and her music is incredible. So I'm a huge fan. And as you said there, it's so much of it is the personality and how much of themselves you hear in the music and see. And I know that's something you strive to do. When people go to see Chelsea Kreitz, they're going to see who you are and hear who you are because you put yourself into the song. And that is important for any artist to do, to not just to sing a song technically well, you know, perfect in that sense, but to also come across as who you are. Yeah, I think that's what makes an artist kind of – I've 
met a lot of people along the way traveling, and there could be, I mean, I could be wrong at the same time, but what I've found is there can be an amazing person singing a song, and they are the most incredible singer you've ever heard. But if they don't have the drive and the personality and the passion and everything behind the music, then you kind of don't feel that it factor than if you were to hear somebody who um, maybe an audience member might think is a tiny bit less of a singer than the person they just heard, but they have the passion and the drive and the feeling and, you know, everything that they're putting into the music, which kind of ups the performance a little bit and, kind of makes you come out on top just because music is all about how you make others feel and I think you can totally change the personality of a song by the way um, your own personality and the way you portray yourself comes through your own music while you're singing that is so well said Chelsea I agree that the the emotion behind a song is what really makes that song if that person is believable and convincing in the song and we hear it and also the way that that artist can change a song because of the way they interpret it. So th- both those things are great points uh, for, for artists. And I know another one, and you mentioned earlier, and we've talked about her before, her name rhymes with yours. It could be the Chelsea and Kelsey tour, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which would be have a nice ring to it. Kelsey Ballerini. I love her as well. I love Peter Pan, and I think it's Love Me Like You Mean It. And her new one, Legends, which she – uh, did a duet version of on the recent country award shows uh, award show. Uh, how great was that Reba and Kelsey Ballerini together? Amazing. I like, I literally just want to meet Kelsey one day and look at her and be like, how, <laughs> how are you so good? <laughs> I don't know. I, she's, there's just something about her. Like, I think it has to do with the personality. Like she has an amazing voice, but like, she's just, seems like an awesome person like I want to talk to her and be like can can we be yeah can we be best friends is that okay with you or (laughs) (laughs) or can I like follow you around like just hand you water bottles when you need them is that all right (laughs) like I won't bug you I swear (laughs) but I think she's awesome and her songs I actually um recently recorded uh Kelsey Ballerini's song that I'm going to be um, putting out as a cover in the new year, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> Great. That's exciting, Chelsea. Yeah. I'm very wow. excited. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't wait, wait to hear that. That's so cool because to hear you, Chelsea, covering Kelsey is going to be amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I just had to, like, you know, in, in the of. Kelsey Ballerini, I had to <laughs> record a song for her, of hers, just so she knows that I'm listening to her. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get it because to, when it goes online, it. get it to go viral, or at least to the attention of Kelsey, and then she can retweet and all that good stuff, and uh, wouldn't that be awesome? But what you said about Kelsey a moment ago, I think it's true of country artists, kind of in general, you know, you want to be their friend, I and I'm sure there are pop artists we want to be friends with, but uh, somehow with country artists, it almost seems possible that we could be friends with Vince Gill or Kelsey Ballerina or Reba. They just seem so down to earth. We could just have lunch with them and just just be good old friends. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the water. Maybe it's the water that I would like to pass, Kelsey. I don't know. <laughs> something in the water. <laughs> it's something in the water. It really is. <laughs> but uh, I, I know every, everybody just seems like so down to earth and you could be friends with them. And I think I, I'm going to put us all in a category. I think all of us who gravitate towards country music are kind of like that. We're very relatable. Because you kind of don't know how people mm-hmm. are at first. I'm, I'm like that. I, I don't usually judge a book by its cover, but there is there are times that you look at people and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should approach this person or what is their personality? Like, how how are they going to take me? And, you know, you end up doing right. it and you're like, oh, well, that was easy. Like, they, they're they just like me. So it's, it's nice. You kind of – because there are people in the world that maybe aren't as inviting, but I've never had a problem in a country where I've met a country singer or somebody involved in the country music industry that is, like – sworn me off like everybody is very inviting and very personable and i think that that's an amazing thing it is for sure it just makes it um, so much fun and inviting to be part of and you know when you're involved in something to do with country music that you're going to feel that way people are approachable and nice and uh, supportive of each other which is amazing uh are we you mentioned the kelsey ballerini cover in the new year Is there an EP or some other brand new music that we're going to hear from you, Chelsea, in 2018? Yes, I'm going, I'm actually working on um, a full album right now. I'm being very picky. I think the last time we talked, I was still doing that and I'm very picky on it, but um, I'm releasing an original uh, single very early in the new year, which I have picked already um under my new label which is sonorous so we're currently working on that and we're lining a few stuff up to go to radio and you know promote and do all the same jazz that all us artists go through but um i'm also my 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 main goal is to also work on an album as well just for my own you know soul i want to be able to get that music out there and have people listen to it i'm trying to piece everything together right now as a story and um, some people call me kind of a perfectionist, which means that a lot of things I do take a little extra time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> which I shouldn't always be like that. I should kind of just let my guard down and let things out. But I just get so wrapped up in everything being perfect, which I think is normal for a musician. But um Sometimes yeah. I should just let it go in somebody else's hands and let them say, you know, it's okay now. It can go. It can go. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, I kind of like That's got to be tough, I would imagine, because, piece. yeah, at what point do you stop and say it's done uh, and it's ready to be released into the world? It must be tough. I can see that because, of course, it's going to be out there forever. So you want it to be good. You want it to be great. But at what point, yeah, can you let go and say, okay, it's done and ready to go? I know it, it's so it's so odd because I listened to stuff from a few years ago where I thought at the time, okay, now it's finally perfect. I can you know I can release it. It can go out, and then I listen to it now, and I'm like, oh my god, what was I thinking? But <laughs> <laughs> I think I think just because I see myself change as an artist, and I hear myself change, and I don't realize all the tiny changes until I put everything side by side. And then I'm like, right. oh, maybe that's why. I don't sound the same as I did in 2012 now than what I sound in 2017. So that kind of makes mm-hmm. it 
I think all artists are like that, but uh, <laughs> I'm like at the same yeah, time I'm like cringing. I'm like, can we fix it? Can we go back and fix it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's something five years ago. Can we fix it now? But that makes sense because you're growing as an artist, so you're changing, and yeah, you go back and hear things differently. Maybe you thought was great. It still is great, but things you would fix, right? Maybe it's just little pieces of it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm like that all the time. I want to fix every <laughs> tiny little piece. <laughs> I could see that being a blessing and a curse because it's good to want things perfect, but you've also got to know when to say, okay, it's done. But totally makes sense to yeah. me. Uh, let's turn <laughs> to another song from your Christmas EP, Dear Santa. And our listeners can get this at iTunes and download it. Uh, and can they get hard copies as well? I guess they would get them directly from you. Um, we sing the show uh, during the holidays, oh, but good. they can also order them on the website, which is chelseacrites.ca. And um, you can order from my record label as well. They have a direct website, too. And um, then just all digital streaming sites. And I believe it's on Amazon as well. I should know these things. But um, I, I think it's <laughs> sold on Amazon, like hard copies okay. as well. <laughs> So, yeah, hard so lots of places to find it, and, of course, they'll enjoy it this year if they order it now and then in years to come because it's something you want to listen to every Christmas because there's six great songs in here. We already heard Mary Did You Know. Uh, as I mentioned before on here is Winter Wonderland, How Great Thou Art, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Silent Night. And let's hear this song now, and you asked me when I asked for what second song we should play after Mary Did You Know. I got to choose this one, uh, Please Come Home for Christmas, which I love, which I think, again, is another somewhat modern of how far Christmas songs go back. The version I know of this, the famous version, is the Eagles. Uh, but I'm going to let you talk about the song now. So tell me about choosing Please Come Home for Christmas. Sure. Um, I actually picked that song because I've just always loved it. I remember hearing it as a little girl. Every time that we'd go to my aunt's house on Christmas Eve, I'd always hear that song. That and Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, I'd always hear in the car on our way there. And it's just, like, very symbolic to me because I just remember always getting in the car and we'd have a tradition every Christmas Eve that we would go to everybody's house and, you know, we'd make our rounds. And that used to be something I'd look forward to. And as a little girl, I used to think it was so cool how everybody got together and, in one day we'd hit a bunch of people's houses and it just, yeah, a very, very dear song to my heart that we all kind of came together and we're home for Christmas. And um, it's definitely one of the reasons why um, my label and myself decided to make it the single off the album and send it to radio because it's just a song I think everybody can relate to. Everybody wants to be home for Christmas or what your version of home is, whether it's, you know, could be, the Bahamas or your grandma's house or even just by yourself with your dog, whatever, whatever <laughs> home is to you. True. <laughs> it's definitely a relatable song. So that's what Christmas is all about. Just feeling comfortable and being at home and enjoying the holidays. So that's why I think yeah, that. I love that. I love that sentiment behind it. And I did a quick look up here just to get a few dates on this and, uh, it came into existence in 1960. That's how far it goes back, but it was recorded by somebody else then. The Eagles did their famous version in 1978. So the song's been around a while, uh, and it's a great tune, and we're going to hear Chelsea's version of it right now. This is Please Come Home for Christmas on In the Country. Bells will be ringing. Say 
Ontario country artist Chelsea Kreitz and a great song right there, Please Come Home for Christmas. Uh, be sure to call your local country station and say you want to hear that played at this time of year. It's a great version. Uh, Chelsea, I want to thank you so much for being here. It was so great to catch up and, of course, to play a couple of the songs from your Christmas EP called Dear Santa. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you so much for all your support and having me on the show all the time and letting me bug you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> always, always great to have you bug me on the show and in person and to hang out and uh, and to see you, so that's great. My guest once again has been Chelsea Kreitz. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.